back for men. Men with the dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanation. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of Tonight's broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man. Gonna go a place like a shot in a beer, steak man. Saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right? Why do you drink ice cold beer on a hot plate? Mr. Clayman, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Yes, it is Cave Crew Radio, and if you're really on the ball tonight, you are right. It is Wednesday night, not Thursday night, but we are doing a special Wednesday uh, edition. Family commitments, whatever's coming up. But uh, anyway, live from my cave here in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, basking in the nice spring weather. Uh, missed last week because of Montezuma's revenge, but I'm back on my feet again. I am DK. Do I hear Queens, New York? You certainly do. And that, now I have to ask you a question. Sure. Uh, before I introduce myself, uh, are you because we're on Wednesday? Are you Mister Wednesday Night tonight? I, I can. I yes. Mister Wednesday Night has made his return uh, to okay. Cave Crew Radio. Yes, live, uh, live from Hockey Central here tonight uh, in Queens, New York. I am Sir Big B, and the Rangers are up one nothing at the end of two in game number one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Almost there, Pittsburgh up two nothing, Ottawa one nothing on Boston. I forgot. I didn't even think of that, and it just so happens the Leafs play tomorrow. But I, that's probably a game I might want to miss. What which game? The the Leaf game. Got to be you. Got to be excited. The Leafs are in the playoffs for the first time in a while. I mean, they sucked for a good long time, but uh, uh, they made it into the playoffs. You got to be excited. Well, it's uh, what's that saying they use? It's house money. So nothing was expected to them of them to begin with. Nothing's expected of them in this round. Uh, whatever experience they get is going to move forward. And forget if they if they get past this round, you guys are going to lose your minds over there. Oh, geez, yeah. Oh, uh, if we win a game, <laughs> we score a goal. 
I mean, it's just it's it's. Uh, I don't you know I don't know how if you follow all the teams, but the last time we were in the playoffs, well, the last full season was two thousand and six, uh, two thousand and thirteen, I believe it was was the lockout, and we were up three one on Boston in games they caught up. Mm-hmm. And then we were up 4-1 with like five minutes to go, and we lost the game in overtime. And that has been a bitter, bitter pill to take. Now, the last time the last time you were in the playoffs for the full season back in 2006, was was Curtis Joseph still on the team, or was that after Curtis, that, Curtis Joseph? I think, no, that would have been Eddie Belfour, I believe, back then. Eddie, Be- Eddie, Eddie Belfour. I think that's when we got him from uh, Chicago. Eddie the Eagle. He was the last good goalie we had before this guy now, this Anderson. But uh, anyway, they're all kids, right? There's like eight rookies that have 45% of the scoring. And, uh, but your man, uh, Austin Matthews, 40 goals in his rookie season. Unbelievable. I mean, that's, that's you know, and he, I was, as a matter of fact, I was just talking to somebody about this uh, at work today. Um, basically how the NHL... Uh, treats Sidney Crosby with a completely separate set of rules than everybody else. Oh, well, yeah. Crosby yeah. could spear people, and he's fine, but somebody else spears somebody and gets a two-game suspension. He uh, chopped the guy's trips over off. the fucking blue line. There's a penalty on the other team. I said, you know what? The NHL should take a look at this kid, Austin Matthews, scores 40 goals in his rookie season. He should, I mean, the NHL is trying real hard to put Sidney Crosby as the face of the NHL. Yeah. They got to look at this kid, Austin Matthews, and if he keeps it up, he should be the face of the NHL. And don't forget about Connor McDavid over in Edmonton. He won the yeah, story. And, and the guy I was talking yeah. about brought up Connor McDavid too. Yeah. But I, Austin Matthews, I think is is will surpass McDavid. And uh, if he keeps it up, he should be the face of the NHL. Yeah, he's he's not as flashy, but he gets it done. He's I, I guess um, what Gretzky used to do, and he does the same thing. They, they, I was watching an interview on him. He he watches the game in in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know how they do it because I can't do that. But no, oh, things. Well, you you know when you played uh, when you were you know uh, competitively playing hockey, things slowed down for you, right? Yeah. Same thing with me in baseball. You know, things just slowed down for you. You know, you, somebody could be throwing you know ninety five miles an hour, but it just seems slower to you because you're locked in. They, you know all. And the, the 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 professionals obviously can you know can do that uh, more regularly than we could I guess, um, but yeah I mean they could you know slow it down and and really pick apart the game and, and make themselves better and uh, I just I I can picture this kid Austin Matthews being that guy and being in Toronto no less mm-hmm. uh, one of the one of the trademark franchises of the NHL. Um, and that, that's another strike, kind of, kind of a strike, unfairly uh, 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 against Connor McDavid because Edmonton, Edmonton's kind of one of those, you know, s- second tier franchises, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he's gonna, uh, he's know, gonna. Toronto, have to... Toronto's huge. Montreal would be huge. New York is huge. Chicago, those markets are gigantic for the NHL. Even Edmonton, Detroit. you know, not so much. Yeah, Detroit, even Nashville's Detroit, getting Detroit, yeah. Nash, now, now, Stu was there, and he left. See, we didn't come on quick enough for him. Um, <laughs> folks, we're, we're, we're hanging out for our friend in England. He's he's up to his old bag of tricks here on Wednesday nights. Um, but he should be coming. Oh, there he is again. You know, try is and bring him in world? there. What is he doing? Try and bring him in. Uh, I, I see 
I do I hear London calling? Can, can, can you hear us? He's speaking. I don't think you've activated your microphone. You probably had your microphone. Here we go back on the stew camp. Looking very sharp <laughs> over there tonight with the Canadian, the American, and the British flag. It looks um, wonderful. All dolled up at what? It's like two in the morning over there. And, well, that's why I looked at the looked at his, uh, his video. Uh, we have video of Stu. We can't hear Stu, yeah. but you know that's par for the course. Uh, it looks like he was he was wearing like a robe, kind of like a, 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 a plush robe. He hears you. Oh, he hears he hears us. We, he, you know, you, you just, we you, can't hear him, but that's normal. He's drinking beer, so he doesn't have to work tomorrow. <laughs> he's not going to have to, you know. Okay, good. So he's not driving any trains, so we're safe. And Stu, have you tried to click your microphone on? No, we we, we can't hear you. Can't hear you at all. I check your microphone's muted, and then make sure you you hooked up the right mic. Is the other thing to do. But anyway, anyway, well, while we're waiting for Stu to uh, get through his doppelganger over there, we'll, we'll continue to check in on the Stu cam. And he can always write. He can always write us messages, and we can um, we can answer, or we can answer in the chat room if he wants to text in there. But we have his video, I, which is which is good. I, I think I think what sh- what Stu should do until he gets his microphone working is write down stuff on a piece of paper and hold it up to the camera. Yes. So that way we have the Stu cam. We can read his question or right. his comment and uh, and answer accordingly. For those on audio, we'll, we'll interpret. We'll be your, we'll be Stu's we'll, interpreters. We'll just pretend we'll this. Stu whisperer. Yes, a Stu whisperer. Where's my <laughs> pen and paper? That's something I'm missing. I knew I was missing something here tonight. Oh, that's true. I forget my notebook. I gotta get my notebook out. Okay. But anyway, well, while you're doing that, um, bring it back over to me for a sec here, because yeah. I really want Stu to get his audio before I go into the one thing I want to talk about. But um, it, 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 I mean, everybody's talking about it, and I don't, <coughs> excuse me, want to get into it too much. But this thing on the United Airlines, I, I, I just I'm left with a couple of questions, folks. I'm sure you've all heard this story. Try to, uh, uh, oh, no. we're getting them. Yeah, you're you're Ooh, coming. Here's Stu. You're coming through. You're there. Yeah, is Lon- this wait, is, is London, London calling? calling? Yeah, London, you're you're there. And Jensen. Okay, how how are you? How are you? Yeah, I've got a bit of a internet glitch tonight. Oh boy, we're in for a good one. Oh well, okay. You know the Stucam is the uh, uh, Big B had a great <laughs> idea. Maybe just make sure you got a pen and a and a paper, and uh, if there's anything important you want to say. Anyway, back to what I was talking about here. So so they, they overbooked the flight, United Airlines, if you haven't heard yep. this yet. And they ask for volunteers, and I guess they they offer, you know, for, well, we'll give you a $200 voucher, and they go whatever. They were up to like 800 as as far as I know. And they, they, they randomly picked this guy, apparently by an algorithm, and they picked some immigrant uh, doctor, called the police, and literally dragged him off the plane. Bloodied him, and uh, yeah, because he refused to leave his seat. Yeah. Uh, he, he was screaming, bloodied, like a, and physically dragged off the plane. He was screaming like an injured animal. Did you watch? I, I, I didn't grab the audio or anything. I, I figured it's been beat like a dead thing right now. But did you did you hear him screaming? Is there? I, I, I didn't I didn't hear it. I, I was I saw the video. 
um, but I didn't have uh, any volume. So I just saw saw him being dragged out. And then the pictures that are like all over Facebook and all that, the, his bloody face, now, his glasses askew. And then did you hear, though, they always find something, right? It must have been TMZ. It had to have been. Um, where, where apparently in 2006 or 2008, he was arrested uh, for selling opioids to, uh, you know, Oxycontins or whatever to prostitutes. Oh, okay. Good times. <laughs> he, I, he just wants to have a good time. And you know what? I say irregardless. He obviously still has his license. Right. Uh, he works in Kentucky or something. Here, Here's my question, and, 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 and Stu, you can tell me if this happens worldwide because I didn't know if they do it in Canada. If I go to a concert, I'm assigned a seat, and, and I'm the only one that gets that seat. If I go to a game, if I go to a, uh, you know, even a movie theater, I've never said, oh, we sold too many tickets, can we get a volunteer? Um, what is, why would you sell more tickets than you physically have on the plane? It's already paid for. If someone buys a ticket, there's always quite a few people that don't turn up. What? Anyway, yeah, but turn up. So you have to, I suppose, overbook. Yeah, but but two, you can't, maybe you can't anticipate people not showing up. You have to sell the seats you have. You can't sell the same seat twice, right? Yeah, you have to sell. If you have a hundred seats on a plane, you can only sell a hundred tickets. Now you can put people on standby, and if they go to board the pe- uh, go to board the plane and they do a count, and there's only ninety eight, so that means there's two seats available. Okay, the people on standby can go take those two seats. But to physically ask somebody to come off the plane because they overbook is 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 ludicrous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Let alone drag them. How off. did they choose this fella who who uh, was overbooked? They said uh, this is, choose and I'm no expert. I'm no expert, but they said it was some kind of an algorithm or a randomly picked. Um, I I don't know. Yeah, I, that's that's what I heard too. It was just uh, some sort of random lotto type, you know, thing, yeah. and this guy was picked. Let, and you know, you know, good for him that he ref- he refused. I mean, you know. Fuck you! You can't tell me I, I'm in my seat. I'm sitting here. I paid for this seat. Fuck you! I'm not leaving. I have things to do. Where you know wherever the final destination was, I have things to do over there. Oh yeah, he, he had doctor's appointments or whatever in the morning. I don't know what he is, but uh, a heart specialist or an OBGN or whatever they call him. But you know, uh, I, I, yeah, that's the the part that dumbfounded me. And then here, here's here's my other idea, and I don't know if they put laws on this or not. But I'm sure a rich company like United Airlines, if they would have kept going, I don't care if it's twenty grand, somebody would have taken it. Right. We'll give you a whole expense. You know, they're saying, well, but like they said, they put him in the hotel, they give him 800 bucks travel voucher, and probably his next flight's free. I'm sure they're giving you something back. But what if I'm going to someone's funeral? Right. Yeah, and And, you know... This guy being a doctor, like say he say he's a surgeon. I don't know what kind of doctor he is, but say he's a surgeon and he has to be, you know, in a certain hospital for uh, an appointment for surgery at a certain time. Now you've screwed that all up. You, not only have you, you know, the, the doctor's now delayed a day. Uh, this person, you know, could have major surgery 
that needs to have it on that day. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Or, you're or, fucking or, up. You're, you're, you're not only fucking up just that one person. You're fucking up everybody that that person is involved with. He's going somewhere for a reason. You know, whatever it is, whether it be vacation or whatever, he's going somewhere for a reason. He's not on a plane just randomly. Just said, fuck it. I'm going to go on a fucking United Airlines flight. Wherever it takes me, <laughs> it takes me. It doesn't happen that way. No. You're going, you're going there for a reason. So you're not only affecting him, but you're affecting everybody that, that, that he is involved with. Uh, no, I, look, I agree with you. And then and that's what I'm saying, too, though. Don't you think there there could have been another way? Did they not, like, uh, you know, do they not have spare planes lying around and shit? Maybe they should have started rebooking another flight. I, I don't know. I, well, like, you know, let's not, let's, let, first of all, let's stop being like a greedy fucking over, and you, you got 100 seats. Oh, we're going to sell 150 tickets. The fuck is wrong with you? And you know, now can- I don't know the exact numbers of how much it was overbooked and what I'm just, you know making things up but you know so you know if you got 100 seats and you sell 110 why the fuck are you selling 10 extra tickets yeah you sold the 100 that's it you're done like you said you go to a, nah. you go to a, like if i go to try to go to a yankee game you know however many you know like 50,000 seats in there if it's sold out it's sold out there's no standing room only you don't get in right you know the, the, i don't get seat I number two they should have put an extra plane on or something like that but plane to put on so Someone had to get off at the end of the day. And, and but what wasn't yeah, now, as again, a business thing? I'm not a hundred percent sure, but was it an employee that they were giving the seat up for? Someone that needed to go catch a plane in another city for work, or oh, I don't know. Again, I'm a little vague on the whole thing. I did not hear if you know any any more details other than it was overbooked. This guy was randomly chosen, and you know he was dragged out of there. All right, we, as I said, folks, we, we, we got a subject we want to talk about in a, in a little bit. It's going to go after the break because we, we don't have enough time for this. And Stu and I are just curious. and We've got some questions out there for, for Big B and his new hobby. But um, My new hobby. I'm surprised he's not wearing like a sort of a, a beret or something. Yeah, tonight. like a beret and a... We'll, oh. we'll get into that after the, after the break. <laughs> Social media, social media, Big B is a very powerful thing. It certainly is, apparently. Um, anyhow, so here's, I, I want to go another quick story since we still have a few minutes here. Unless you guys have something. No. All right, just, so, I'm, keeping, I'm keeping tabs on the hockey game. Okay. Um, and we do have to check in on your bottle count over there, too, as well. But anyway. Oh, we certainly do. Um before we do that, so so I, another show I used to do, we once had an eating champion on, on, on Double Talk Radio. I don't know if you remember that show, Big B, but where, where, where they shove hot dogs, like hundreds right. of them, yeah. uh, down their mouths for what appears to me to be a fake plastic trophy. <laughs> and I guess bragging rights that you can eat whatever it is, 75 hot dogs in... in, in oh, something, yeah. It reminds me of dogs. Like when my when I give my one dog a treat, one chews it real nice and enjoys it and savors it. The other one just swallows it whole, like it's a like it's a like it's a sardine or something. <laughs> but anyway, back to these food eating people. Like I, I think they're nuts to begin with. But I, I want to tell you a little story and get your opinion on something here. Apparently, in Colorado, and this was over the last week or so, uh, a man died uh, choking on a donut in a bakery eating contest. Uh, A 42-year-old Colorado man 
choked to death early Sunday morning uh, at a bakery's eating challenge after he attempted to eat a half-pound donut in 80 seconds or less. Uh, he was pronounced dead on the scene. Um, it was uh, obstruction to his airway. Now, wait till you hear this. Um, it's The bakery's eating contest challenged participants to eat a donut the size of a small cake. In return... In return, the place is called Voodoo Donuts, by the way, too. They get a free donut in a button commemorating their victory. <laughs> How great is that? Oh, boy, a button. So you're so juiced up on sugar that you need to go eat a donut the size of a cake for getting a, a button and a free donut. A uh, Button, boy, that's incentive. Now I, I, I gotta have that button. Would that classify as karma? That classifies as natural selection. Holy jeez, what a way to go! Eh? You deserve I, it. I, I, I started fucking dumb. You deserve <laughs> it. You fucking asshole. I'm gonna, eat, I'm gonna eat a giant fucking donut in eighty seconds. I'm gonna eat your <laughs> fucking, you deserve to die. As a matter of fact, I, would, I, I wish you would have fucking eaten the donut, get it stuck in your fucking throat, you stumble outside, you get hit by a fucking car as the fucking donut shop sign falls on you and decapitates you, you fucking asshole. And then whatever was donut was stuck in your throat comes rolling out down the street. <laughs> it didn't say how much of it he got down. I hope he got to enjoy a, a fair amount of it. Fuck him. Uh, Stu, do you do the eating contests in, in England? I know you're very creative over there. My internet is cutting out a little bit, so I'm only getting sort of half the story, but that one. But yeah, yeah, say, we've got this food in certain restaurants here. He, he looks like he's yeah. having a bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need audio with fucking stuff, <laughs> folks. If you're not watching Cave Crew TV over on the homepage at uh, CaveCrewRadio.com or on YouTube, look up Cave Crew Radio TV. Um, you miss the stew cam, and you just miss so much of the visual fun. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say go back to that 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 piece of paper. Oh, he's dropped now. Uh, now, do you do you yeah, every? Oh, yeah, there he well, is. Yeah, we hear you. you now, sound... let, me, let me ask you. I don't know if you if you get this uh, in Canada. I doubt you get it in the UK. But every July Fourth here, they have the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. That's the one I was talking about in prelude to the story. Is that that girl that I had on the show once was was a champion, mm-hmm. and and that Nathan's one is that's that's the big one, right? That's yeah. That's the huge one that everybody. Uh, I guess you do. You know, see it. I don't know if they show it on TV up there, but uh, that's the big one that everybody knows about. Every Fourth of July, it's the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, and all you see is these fucking idiots fucking dumping hot dogs in cups of water and shoving <laughs> yes, them down yes, their yes. fucking throat. Those <laughs> dumb assholes. <laughs> so I take it you guys don't head down there on July. Uh, Fuck no. Is there free hot dogs for everyone at something like that? Uh, no. No. You think they'd at least hand out hot dogs? No, no. Yeah, so just, I, I, I just agree for the guys that you have, though, Brian. 
He's, he's betting that you have gone. I've never gone. That would that, be utterly ridiculous. Now, where is that down somewhere like where? Coney Island? or That's Coney Island. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it, by the original the original Nathan's is on the boardwalk in Coney Island, and that's where the hot dog eating contest is. And that's like a franchise now. Is that? Yeah. Sort of right. How many did I eat? Say that again? The hot dogs to the people eat. Okay, I'm going to get a guess, and oh. he can give me a thumbs up. I think he's asking you how many hot dogs do they eat. Yeah, that's that's what that's what. Yeah, I got that. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't know. What was it like? You interviewed the chick. I think the guys do like what seventy something. Hot- I don't know. Lot. Yeah, I'd have to go back and, and listen. To, and, and I want to say it's like seventy something hot dogs. That's in, in like like you said, like a minute and a half or something. Yeah, some ridiculous time frame. That all you see is them fucking with big big cups of water. They take the hot dogs. They're shoving it in there. <laughs> 18 hot dogs at a time. Yeah, and you know what? How do they not throw up at the end? I don't know. Uh, how do they? <laughs> uh, we raised some really weird questions out here, folks. I'm just going to see if sometimes the chat room will tell us. Uh, I'd, like, I'd like to enter the hot dog eating contest and just be the one guy with his feet up, just slowly enjoying a hot dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah I care. By the time it's over, by the time it's over, I'm halfway done. You got a half. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't know. How do you train? I, I remember I, I was asking. Hungry. Her. I that. What's that? You'd like to enter? I said you might make me hungry. Oh well, hey, you have some hot dogs <laughs> after. I, I have some nachos waiting, or uh, not nachos, but uh, tacos and nachos waiting for me. Now, 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 think of this. You know, we see whatever is on TV, right? We see them eating the 70 fucking hot dogs and, you know, getting the fucking belts that they put on their shoulder and whatever. What happens that night or the next morning when they got to go to the bathroom? Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? I, I, can, I just picture their asshole blown out of their fucking. Well, you got 70 hot dogs. I, I just pictured their intestines hanging out of their fucking asshole. And imagine your, Jesus Christ. And imagine your body chooses that night to get diarrhea. Oh, Seventy hot dogs. I mean, I, I'm not saying that one fills me up. Like if you're having, it, it, it's those small hot dogs. It's not like they're eating the, the beef eaters or whatever. But even small hot dogs on a good day, I think three max four, and I'm stuffed. Right. You know, because but normally we also put ketchup and onions or whatever on it, so you're getting more food. But uh, anyway, kids, enough of that. Man dies in a Colorado donut eating contest. <laughs> Okie dokie. We're going to take her over to uh, the break just for a short couple minutes here. We're going to check on our scores and uh, and regroup here, grab another beer. When we come back, we're going to look at uh, a new hobby. <coughs> Excuse me, that uh, due to the uh, Pavarazzi and uh, other sources on social media, um, we believe it to be true. But we'll we'll always give Big B the benefit of the doubt. Um, you listen to Cave Crew Radio. It is Wednesday night at nine o'clock, but we are normally Thursday nights at nine o'clock, uh, right here on CaveCrewRadio.com. Um, and we, we will return momentarily uh, after this short break.
Cave Crew Radio, live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, only on CaveCrewRadio.com. Don't forget to check out the live YouTube feed, also available on demand on iTunes and Stitcher, wherever good podcasts are found. Cave Crew Radio at CaveCrewRadio.com. So you ask me, what goes on the rest of the week? Facebook. Cave Crew Radio. Join the Cave Crew Radio group on Facebook. Seven days a week, 365 days a year. Find out where the stories come from. Where are the ideas plugging in? Cave Crew Radio on Facebook. Join today. Don't forget Twitter at Cave Crew Radio. is the name of the show and we're back uh, folks in about two minutes and 30 seconds Big B may be prepared to jump out of his seat in pure bliss and I will also join him because I picked the Rangers to win uh, two rounds and they are winning and I, I, I will refuse to wear a hat like this but I do have a Ranger hat here it is not my own it is my son's and I won't wear it because see these flat brims I hate these flat brim hats. They drive me freaking crazy. You see what? You see it? Flat brim hats are the dumbest thing. I hate fucking them. out there. But there's a Ranger one just for you, just to show you we're all in this. I don't. Well, you see, I got my Ranger hat on. Yeah. Well, you can wear a Leaf one uh, next week if they're still alive. I don't even know if you guys can buy a Leaf. Uh, I. Oh, I don't think I can. Like. Uh, as we're getting ready here, um, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> something stuck in my throat. Um, oh, bottle count. What are we, how are we doing with the bottles over there? A big B, by the way. Let's let's oh. uh, um, let let's um, break this down for you. He, uh, will you explain it? Because it's your. Uh... So. Uh, uh... On the metal show that I do every uh, Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time, uh, we tend to drink a lot uh, on that show. And uh, one of the things we like to drink is whiskey. Uh, But there's a particular whiskey that we like. It's called Woodford Reserve. 
uh, and uh, it's double oaked. It's uh, uh, you know made in two separate uh, barrels, and it tastes quite good. Um, so we noticed that we were going through them rather quickly. So uh, we said, "All right, let's let's we're going to keep the bottles, and we're going to count them over over the course of a year. How many bottles of whiskey do we drink? Uh, right now, we are. Uh, I'm not going. It's too much to bring over here, uh, but we are up to seven bottles of Woodford Reserve, and we just finished one bottle of Angel's Envy, which is uh, whiskey brewed in port wine barrels." So you figure a, a bottle every two weeks, something to that basically. effect. Yeah. Which really isn't that. How, I mean, how many is there of you? Four, uh, three, three. Did you guys drop one? Or was no, it always three? Oh, okay. always three. There's four for some reason. But anyway, um, so three. Uh, and and you're, you're talking they're forty ounces, right? They're the the the, the big whiskey. One. Yeah, it's yeah. not a sixty. one out here it is uh it's 750 milliliters so that's it's not, it's uh, not like a fucking beer where you have 40s so it's a uh, 750 milliliters of uh of whiskey it's uh, 45.2 percent alcohol or 90.4 proof so it's not really that big a bottle uh whitford reserve double oaked we have seven empty bottles of these and one empty bottle of angel's envy yeah, I have no idea what Angel's Envy is, but it sounds really, uh, really far. Off. Angel's Envy is is a whiskey that's brewed in port uh, port wine barrels. Oh yeah, okay. so uh, it actually has no burn whatsoever, uh, but it does have like a, a kind of a wine taste to it, uh, as far as whiskey goes. Now, just to give you an idea, my beer bottle here because it's weird now. See, in Canada, we count ounces in the in the booze and milliliters in the beer. So my beer I'm drinking here is 341 milliliters, which is, it really isn't that big a bottle, even filled with whiskey. So it's basically just two of those. Two, what did you say, 340? Yeah. So that's, what, 680 is two, two and a half? Yeah. Two, two and a half bottles of, of, of the beer. So there you go. Uh, beer, yeah, and one you, bottle of whiskey. For those of you who are more beer connoisseurs, you can measure it that way. Uh, two and a half beers full of probably 40 proof whiskey. I'm imagining it's 40, 45, 45 proof. I know. Uh, sorry. 45% alcohol, 90 proof. Wow. That's pretty strong. Now here's another question for you. Uh, just while we're on the topic of booze, um, have you ever tried that absinthe or absinthe? I have, yes. You have tried it. I have tried the real one, which is, uh, not legal here in the U.S. And I've tried the legalized one here in the U.S. Uh, the not legal one, oh boy, will that fuck you up pretty good. The legal, the, oh, the illegal one, you mean? Yeah. The illegal one, yes. Yeah. That That's, will it's fuck like a you drug, up good eh? well. What is, what is that, a drug? Uh, no, it's a, a, a liquor. And it's all natural? I don't know what's in it. I mean, it comes from uh, Ireland or Scotland, some shit like that. I have no idea what's in it. But uh, for whatever reason, it's illegal here in the U.S. And they, uh, yeah, some people, yeah, I, I don't know if you can mail order it. I don't know how people get their hands on it, but um, 
Yes, there's a way to get everything. I mean, it, it may it may not be illegal in Canada, so you can you know get it in Canada and then. I've never tried drive it. across the border. I, I've never ever tried it, so I, I, I'd have to look at the liquor store. But I, I, what I'm getting at is, I heard it makes you hallucinate. Um, uh, it did not make me hallucinate. I will. Say, I've heard that too. That you know, you, it's like tripping on acid. Not, it just kind of you know, it just fucks you up. You know, yeah. Just like alcohol, you drink too much alcohol, you get fucked up. No, I, I will tell you, fucks you up quicker. Uh, now, actually, I don't know if Stu's Stu. Do you get absinthe over there? Am I coming through? Yes, you uh, sound great you now. Now we just have no audio or video, but you sound great. You still there, still? Over. Okay, we had him for like ten seconds. Uh, Stu, do you have absence in 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 the the, the UK? Yes, yes. Have, now, have you indulged in it? In absence. Oh, there he is. And is it is it try to stick to the beer? But but when you did absence, I mean, I stick to the beer too as as much as possible. But when you do this absence, if I'm saying it right, um, is it stronger than a than a whiskey or a? No, he's gone again. I think he just did some and passed out. Yeah. He might have. He, he might be drinking. But we'll try to get you back to the stew camp as soon as possible, folks. <laughs> this hasn't happened in like I think two or three months since he disappeared and made all that money. I thought he got faster internet again. Well, I guess he blew all the money and now he's back to poor internet. He was he had rich internet for a little while because you know he was living on the high high on the hog, so to speak, and now you know he's poor again, so he has poor internet. And by the way, your team has won. They won two nothing. They must have got an empty net goal. Empty net goal. Um, and Boston oh, is empty net at eighteen fifty. Yeah, Grabner. Um, and Boston has defeated Ottawa two one. I also picked Boston to beat Ottawa, so we'll see what happens. Good start for the Rangers. Two nothing. Nice uh, game one win. Shut out against the, the, the. This is what I love best about it, and, and I apologize if there's any Hab fans out there, but I mean, hey, this is sports. This is hockey. Nothing better than to get a shutout against the best goalie in the world. Cliche. Who? Cool. Everyone thinks Price is the best goalie in the world. I agree with you. Who thinks Price is the best goalie in the world? Dude, he's won like MVP three years. I think he won MVP the year he wasn't even playing. Hope he is a better better goalie than him uh, on Washington. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, he's he's hasn't proven himself. Well, neither is Price. Price is neither is Price. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people, if if you listen to the hockey circles, that's what they they say. Price is the best in the world. And I mean, if you want to look at it, that 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 kid on Pittsburgh that that made the Stanley Cup run last year, who's their starting goalie this year, is better than Price. Murray. Yeah. Murray. Murray yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, I I you know look, Quick is an amazing goalie. Uh, what's his name? The, the the guy in San Jose. I know he's not having the best year. That guy in Minnesota is having a great year. Uh, there's a lot of good goalies out there. Um, and, and Lundqvist was the best, but I think he's you know his his window is getting smaller. Yeah, I think he's tailing off. I mean, this is great. This is a great great way to start start off with for Lundqvist with a shutout. Uh, but yeah, his he, he was the the best goalie in the league for uh, a good couple of years there. Uh, but now he's 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 absolutely tailing off. 
How long do they have him on? How long do they have him on the hook for? What's he making? Like thirteen million dollars a year? I have no idea what his, what his contract is. All right, I'm, I'm going I'm to switch over here. We'll just keep an eye on those scores, folks. But congratulations to the New York Rangers and the Boston Bruins. Uh, all right, I'm going to take this myself because uh, Stu's contact is out a little bit. So, folks, as we were talking earlier, um, uh, we are speculating that, that, that Big B has, has taken up a new hobby. Now, we're certainly going to give him a chance to, uh, you know, explain exactly what is going on. Uh, but as I mentioned, the Pavarazzi, uh, the Facebook ninjas, the uh, the Instagram uh, uh, police, whatever you want to call them, they, they've got a hold of these pictures, obviously a public place, and, and it, it's showing Big B. So I'm, I'm going to bring up, you know, exhibit number one. I don't know which one's which, but yeah, I think it's this one we want to see. Um, so, so there is Big B, uh, for those of you not only on audio, he is, he is actually, I think, wearing the same thing he's wearing tonight. Um, anyway, uh, he is, he's staring at a painting canvas. Yes. He is in some sort of a, of a, of a painting class. Well, what is happening here? If, if you don't mind indulging us. It's chewing. Okay, sorry. Take a sip of beer. Yeah, take a sip of beer because this this is a good one. This is, uh, I mean, it, it, a rumor is a rumor, but we we got a unless this is a great Photoshop job, uh, we've got you sitting in front of an easel or whatever. I'm not an artist, so you you absolutely have me sitting in front of a canvas. And if you see, you look at the color; uh, it's bluish uh, with some mix. I've already painted the entire canvas. Uh, I've mixed the blue, green, and white together. Uh, it's a nice mixture from from upper left hand corner down to the lower right hand corner. Right. Yeah, we don't get the uh, full canvas in there, but yeah, it looks like you've put a lot of thought into that background. Yes. Uh, what this is is uh, a paint night. Uh, a paint night. Yeah, these places have uh, like a, it's like an outing. Uh, so you go out and it's a paint night. My my wife's an instructor. Uh, there's an instructor and they they go step by step. Okay, do this, do this, and you know you you eventually come out with a with a with a painting. Uh, I first did this a couple of years ago uh, at my job. Our our department when I was with the accounting department, um, they decided to go out for a paint night, and I you know part of the part of the department went out. We did the paint night. Uh, the, the, the accounting department has a choice of anywhere to wait. Before we carry on with this particular story in, in tow here, the accounting uh-huh. department has a choice. Guys, take a night out, team building. What do you want to do? And they say, let's go to painting night. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to let, I'm going to let you do the guessing here. Okay. But I'm going to tell you that the boss of the accounting department, uh, was a man. Okay. Um, and I'm going to let you decide uh, whether he liked other men or he liked women. I, I may have already made my decision, but anyway, carry on. Exactly. Uh, so we wound up going to paint night. Um, so this would be the second time I've gone to paint night. And what this is was actually a, uh, was it? I guess it was the bridal shower for Mrs. Cotter. Oh, very nice. So it was uh, uh, that person sitting uh, next to me is one of my wife's friends. Uh, uh, Producer Al was there. 
uh, some of our, our neighbors around here and friends and all that. And we all got together. We went out. We had uh, drinks, uh, some food, and paint night. Thank so was, God uh, you got the drinks and the food first. Well, that was dur- what you don't see right behind the easel is I had a I had a glass of Macallan whiskey and uh, a Corona. So it wasn't it wasn't that bad then. No, my I wife goes to these things, and and actually it was funny because just before I saw these pictures, um, I uh, I um, one of her friends came over and said, you know, we should do one of those paint nights again, and I guess they're really hard to book. Now, personally, I, 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 you know, I'm not trying to pull a macho scorecard. I'm not a good, I'm not a good painter. You know, like if it was, um, I don't know, uh, a cooking lesson or something like that, I'd, pr- I'd probably go for it because they do that too, where they serve booze, and and you can learn how to cook a certain cuisine. Mm-hmm. But a painting, I, I just, I, I, I dip my hands in it and put it on. But they're very popular here. I, yeah, I just, they're popular here too. Um, you know, it, it's probably more of a big city, bigger city thing than uh, uh, you know in small towns. But uh, but yeah, there's another picture. Uh, I guess that was uh, before the blue paint, the blue. That was uh, just as it got started. You were looking for um, inspiration. Is that what you were doing on your phone? Or no, looks that like looks it. like I was pulling out money and paying for my drinks. Oh, so this is a license. This is an actual licensed establishment. Yeah, there was a bar downstairs. The, the, they had a, it's a regular bar downstairs and upstairs. They got like a mini bar uh, and, a ta- you know, tables for, you know, bar food and stuff like that. You go sit at the tables and order some food um, and get drinks. And they have the, the, the painting in a, in a separate section of the uh, establishment. Like I said, I'm, but, this is not from personal experience, but but I'm hearing these things are, are extremely not only uh, profitable for these these gals who are teaching, but uh, very busy. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's uh, like one of the in things to do nowadays. That's not that bad of a you know, what two hours? Yeah, and and even if like like I can't draw for shit. What you know I. You ask me to draw something, I'll draw you a stick finger with bubble stick figure with bubble fingers, right? Um, but they walk you through it step by step, so your your ultimate painting actually does kind of look like something, which is pretty cool. Uh, so it's not, it's not a uh, bad thing or anything like that. It's two hours. You sit there, you drink, you fucking paint, you, you have some food, and you go home. It's nothing. That 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 really ruins your hard ass, you know. Kill the guy who's eating the donut, and uh, it just kind of knocks that that little rant out of the park. I think, but hey, even even badass fucking uh, uh, mean Joe Green did fucking ballet. Why so, why is it why is it not hanging though in in the cave somewhere? Uh, oh, there. My son wants all the paintings in his room. Oh, okay. So he wants uh, because you know my wife did a painting, I did a painting. My wife's gone to a couple of paint nights, so uh, she has uh, more paintings than me. Um, and the one painting I did with the the accounting department is already hanging. He wants all of our paintings by him. Well, I, well, like I said, my 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 wife and their friends are into that as well. So uh, just probably the first man I've ever known um, that that has ever done paint night. And I've done it twice. Yes, and twice. Hey, there you go, folks. And you, you can quote him on that. Yeah, uh, update on, on on Choo Choo Stew. He's he's no longer with us for the rest of the night. So it's uh, 
He's done, huh? Well, his internet is totally gone. And like I said, folks, I, I thought we had that issue uh, resolved a while ago. His internet was working so lovely. And um, uh, it's, it's, it's gone. But that's okay. There's more we can talk. I, I really don't have a whole lot more to say about paint night, though, because, I, again, I don't have that much experience at it. And, um, you know, you're, you're talking to the wrong individual here. Yeah, and, and I don't have any funny stories. It just it was a it was the bridal shower for uh, Mrs. Cotter. So the, 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 the best. celebrating. Yes, and, and, and you know sometimes you got to do things that, that the rest of the uh, uh, that the rest of the uh, family wants to do. Apparently, there's a, someone in the chat called Gammy. I don't recognize that name, but uh, welcome to the show, Gammy. Hello, Gammy. Usually, I recognize everybody. Um, Who's hanging out with us? So, uh, hello, Gammy. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being in there. And of course, hello to anyone else who's out there or listening on TuneIn or whatever. Um, I had something else I was going to ask you about. Does any did anybody email questions for me? No, this week. Very disappointed. We could. It would have been a great night for it. Uh, but I'm, I'm uh, upset about this. I I, I, I had fun. Uh, answering questions from the listeners. There was like two, right? It was two within three weeks there. So, folks, uh, what it is, again, if you're just stopping by, uh, ask Big B or the Big B mailbox. We haven't even really named it anything yet. Uh, but right. we've, had, we've had a couple. We did. What's what? that? I lost you. You said what now? Hello? Oh, I'm here. I said okay. you, had, you had two questions come from yes. listeners and i'm encouraging anyone who listens either on podcast or uh joining us live um ask big b whatever whatever we haven't really called it anything yet but email us at cavecrewradio at gmail.com and and we will 100 uh, percent get get your questions on there i mean the one was about uh, vomiting <laughs> and uh i can't remember what the other one was something about a restaurant Yes. Ask ask whatever question you'd like. I will I will answer uh, anything you send over. Uh, Gammy apparently is she uh, he or she writes secret admirer. So I think uh, DK or Mister Wednesday Night, as you're called today, uh, you have a secret admirer. Okay. Yeah, well, it doesn't necessarily have to be me though. You got to remember how popular uh, they might be here for Stu, who's having internet problems, true. and uh, we're just in a whole whack of trouble. Uh, Cave Crew Radio Facebook page. We mentioned that where we, you know, we see all these things and whatnot. Uh, you guys uh, join the group. Uh, it's like almost fourteen hundred people now, and we share stories and, and memes and pictures and jokes and uh, really interactive community. But uh, got to give full credit to this story to uh, Jerry from uh, Jerry Bad Cop from the Bad Cop Bad Cop Show. Um. He originally posted it, and I said, can I please, may I please borrow it? You know, so I'm not breaking any, it's not really copyright, but you're not breaking the brotherhood code right. of radio podcasting. Right? Anyway, here's the, what's that? What? Oh, okay. I keep thinking you're trying to talk. Maybe it's Stu trying to crack in. I don't know. Um, anyway, this is in Boston, and... Uh, Apparently, there were members of a midget crime gang <laughs> that was suspected of 55 break-ins. Mm-hmm. 
Here, here's here's what we, we, we got about it. And, and again, listen to the story, folks, because there's sometimes a little hee-hees in there. Boston, Massachusetts, obviously. Three members of the so-called Irish Mob Midgets, the IMM, a Boston-based criminal organization composed of people of short stature, have been arrested this morning, reports the Boston Chronicle. Security camera footage shows the three suspects during a home break-in, which the intruders entered the house through a pet door. You with me, folks? (laughs) You know those little swinging doors, right? (laughs) Yeah. Authorities also believe the crime organization was behind 55 other similar break-ins in the region. In in the region. They found... uh, a criminal use to their small sized bodies and use them to break through chimneys, pet doors, and small open windows, according to Officer Ken Stevens of the Boston Police Department. And one witness heard in the background, Oompa, 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 do. I'm going to steal uh, money from you. Oompa, Oompa. Yeah. And now, wait, here's, here's the very last paragraph. Although the Irish mob midgets officially describe themselves as a non-profit motorcycle enthusiast group for small people, uh, several high-profile members of the organization have been arrested in the past years on drug trafficking, arson, and how this happens, aggravated assault. Wait, they're saying they're a motorcycle enthusiast club. So By motorcycles, biking. do they mean tricycles? Well, they I don't can't know what fucking ride. ride a motorcycle. They're basically, uh, basically hell's angel wannabes. They're on fucking big wheels. They're <laughs> fucking riding down the fucking Mattel big wheels down the down the fucking sidewalk. <laughs> Get out of the way! <laughs> Pet doors are pretty small. Well, so are midgets. I, I didn't know they were that small. Unless they had a big dog, I guess. But uh, there you have it, See, folks. Now, now I, ha- I have a, I have I have something to to say about okay. this story. Not okay. about this story, but about uh, its posting on Facebook. Um, uh, I guess you you posted it up on Facebook, and uh, you know, courtesy of Jerry from Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Thank you very much, Jerry. Um, and we all had a little fun with it. Uh, I chimed in and I said I heard they were small time criminals Uh, they were in a little bit of trouble Uh, we're all making little innuendos of short jokes and all of this packed in you know all the comments just having a little fun with the story and here comes somebody I don't want to say his name on air but if you go on the Facebook page you look for the story uh, you can look in the comments and see that somebody comes in and says, what does height have to do with the crime? <laughs> it's a story about fucking midgets. <laughs> I know. I I just wanted to smash my face into the monitor when I read that. What does height have to do with the crime? You fucking asshole. I don't know that a tall person would fit through the dog door. The, the, the whole point of the story was it's midgets was doing it. We were making midget jokes in the yes. comments, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you fucking oversensitive douchebag. 
We accept everyone in the group, by the way. Uh, but just be prepared for the kind of fun we have. The other thing we did is we, we uh, Stu is the one who found that picture of you painting. And we yes. had uh, 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 captioned this. <laughs> and I, I, I don't have the comments up, but if you come to the Cave Crew Facebook page, uh, you, you can read them and they're, they're hilarious. That's kind of like a members only. I'm not going to spoil it because, you know, you got to join the Facebook page. Yes, come come join the Facebook page, and uh, the show continues like you know throughout the week. We, we're live, obviously, every Thursday night uh, from nine to uh, nine to ten thirty p.m. Eastern time. Uh, tonight is a rare night on a Wednesday, but the show continues uh, throughout the week on the Facebook page. Uh, like I said, we share stories, memes, and musings, and anecdotes, and things like that. All kinds of fun stuff, and we encourage. Uh, all of you to participate as well. And, and it, it's funny because just touching on this before I go to our, I still have a couple more subjects to carry, but cover, but I, I've, I've had groups and I've had pages and I've had stuff on other shows. And, and, and this one though is really uh, impressed me with the interaction. I mean, yeah. it's not, it's not just me and you or me and you and Stu that, or, or like, like there's a, I'm not saying everybody in the group participates, but there's a good, I don't know, 20% or so that get in there and interact all the time. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of fun to, to go back and forth with, uh, with the, everybody. And, and, uh, for the most part, except for Mr. What does hate have to do with crime? Fucking douchebag. <laughs> uh, we all have the same basic, sick, demented <laughs> sense of humor. And, you know, we find humor in horrifically, Crazy Odd things because we're vile people, but uh, you know, you know, except for douchebag fucking. You know, look at some people hunt ghosts. Uh, some people hunt. Uh, I, I don't know. They do exorcisms or, or they like to fish. We hunt the weirdest people on this planet and the stories that are attached to them, and we makes us laugh and question wanna, the world. I want to know how you lumped those three together. Some people chase ghosts. Some people have exorcisms. Some people go fishing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was like pulling. A, it's a. <laughs> I mean, just think of just think of it the opposite way. Some people read books. Some people pick flowers. Some people rape. <laughs> what the fuck? I guess you're. Yeah, you're, you're kind of on. Uh... All right, before I go to our next story, I had a question to ask you because I, I don't have a story pulled up for this, but I, I'm like, okay. I think it was a New York thing. Okay. Uh, 73 years old or something. Barry Manilow uh, apparently now has come out that, that he is gay and he has been married, well, not married to, but with his manager or producer since the 80s or something. Am I the only one that was not surprised about this? I, 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 when, nope, when I, you, don't tell me Barry Manilow is gay. Barry Next Manilow thing you're going to tell me Elton John is gay. Or you're going to tell me fucking Liberace was gay. Or Ricky Please. Martin. They're, Come they're, on, they're stop. All gay. Ricky Martin's gay. They're all gay. Who didn't know that fucking Barry Manilow was but, gay? Come on. Did you see his excuse or hear his excuse or whatever? I, I did not. I didn't I didn't read any of this story because to me it was non-news. It's like, okay, yeah, we, we know he's, he's gay. You know, you know me, because I always have to just, I, I need to see if we actually get an answer in an article, which is very rare, right? They usually leave you hanging up in the air. But his, his response was, I didn't want to disappoint all my female fans. Are they, number one, did they, 
Look, he wrote all these beautiful romantic songs. I, I don't know, if Mandy, and I don't know a lot of his music. Weekend New England. Uh, I write the songs, you know, all this stuff. Uh, did he really think the women really loved him? Well, I'm sure there was there was a, you know, a good portion of the women that were, you know, would, if given the chance, would throw themselves at him. Of, of course, that happens with, you know, fucking uh, Tom Petty. Fucking women will throw themselves at, at Tom Petty. Tom Petty's the ugliest man in rock and roll. But people will throw them, you know, women would throw themselves at, at, at him. Uh, so, yeah, there are a certain section of women that would. But, uh, I mean... You come out as gay, you're not going to disappoint. They're not going to stop listening to you because you're gay unless they're like, you know, ultra right wing Christian ridiculousness that I can't listen to. You know, they can all fucking go fuck themselves. But, for you know, for the, the vast majority, you're gay. So what? You, you enjoy the music. Yeah, and uh, you know what though? You got to admit it wasn't as acceptable back then, right? It was. Uh... No, no, absolutely not. Not back then. No, of course. But, you know. To, to say to, to for his excuse to be he didn't want to alienate some of the women. Come on, now. that's that's just you know he just I'd rather him say he was uncomfortable with it. You know he took he needed all this time to come to grips with his own reality and it's fine. Let it be. You're right. You're right. Kick ass music. Just just be with whoever you want yeah. and keep singing. Yeah. Just keep right. Whatever 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 makes you happy. Now now I have to. Uh, I have to interrupt you just one second. So, Gammy on chat, we, we're still trying to figure out who Gammy is. I think I know who it is now. Gammy says that was me. I don't know what, <laughs> what that what that person is. But then says Cassie Campbell is still hot, Ken, on CBC now. Obviously, knows me. Fuck uh, is Cassie Campbell? That's a um, that's a uh, sports uh, or, or a news broadcaster over at the Canadian Broadcasting System, which would be equal to. I don't know, CNN or BBC. Okay. So, uh... Cassie Campbell is still hot. Yes. So there you go, folks. Cassie Campbell is still hot. And let's hope she's not lesbian in 15, 20 years. Would you be disappointed? Would you not watch Cassie Campbell anymore? I, I don't... I, yeah, I, I don't hang all that... And, and listen, Cassie, uh, you're obviously not listening, but uh, maybe on download, <laughs> you never know. Uh, I, I think you're a beautiful woman. Uh, but that aside, you're not like I don't lose any sleep uh, over what Cassie Campbell does, you know. But anyway, I wanted to. Woman hockey player. Okay. I, oh, it's a hockey player, so she's doing a special. Oh, I know who it is. Yes, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of 15 things at once, so I apologize, uh, <laughs> Gammy. Gammy, excellent nickname in chat, by the way. Gammy, that must have taken a while. G-A-M-M-Y, Gammy. We should get Gammy on the show. Um, well, well, apparently you know Gammy. I, I do. I, we're just a matter of, now, he is in a, not, he's not far away. He's in a different town than me. Uh, but, I mean, we could literally get him in studio here, or, or we could have him Skype in uh, via tablet or whatever. We'll, we'll work on getting Gammy on the show, folks. Okay. Um, back, uh, just a little bit more... Um, Entertainment news because uh, we weren't on last week, but a couple of weeks ago we were talking about uh, where 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 the fuck is Richard Simmons? Like <laughs> we really care, but there's actually a podcast out there 
um, that's called Where in the World is Richard Simmons or something like that. And, and I, I haven't missed them, to be honest with you. Um, I remember the old infomercials and, you know, the sweating of the oldies and all that shit, but I really haven't missed them. But anyway, for those of you that are really worried, um, what did they say? He was being held captive by his maid or something like that? Or So, yes. Yeah, so supposedly uh, what you had said, you would listen to the show. Uh, and, and supposedly, according to the person that runs this podcast, that Richard Simmons is being held captive by uh, his assistant or his maid, something to that effect. Uh, my question was, as soon as you said that, why does this person know and not the police? Or why does this person know and not call the police? Right. So think that, what I'm basically getting is the guy's taking him. Anyway, here, for anybody that cares, and this is from CNBC, so this is more reliable than the Richard Simmons podcast right. fiasco. <laughs> uh, Richard Simmons is, is apparently, um, they call him the once flamboyant, now reclusive uh, fitness legend, signs a new merchandising deal. Now, um, as we read on, it doesn't say um, whether or not he's going to make appearances. Um, but, uh, yeah, and it's funny because what it says here is the news comes less than three weeks after the release of the final episode of Missing Richard Simmons. Um, the podcast detailed how Simmons abruptly disappeared from the public eye. Uh, and cut off contact with his many friends without any explanation in 2014. So now we know he's okay. Or maybe the maid is forcing him to go out and make some more money. Well, well, apparently Gammy saw him at the Northridge Dairy Freeze having a cone. <laughs> Probably an actor, Gammy. <laughs> Probably an actor. All right, here, here's what I want to... Anyway, I just thought I'd update everybody. The, 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 the fucker is fine and, and, and you know... <laughs> Wait, what, it, what does, does it say what he's selling? Is a merchandise? Oh, what shit, kind of I closed merchandise? It down. Um, I, I, I think it's like a personal line of clothing. Oh, wonderful. We can have sequin Richard Simmons blouses. I'm sure we're going to see him on the shopping channel or something like that. Like, <laughs> it, he'll, he'll make his triumphant return into all the fucking morning shows and Good Morning America and whatnot and be on the shopping channels. And, and then he'll do late night. You know, he'll do fucking Conan O'Brien and all that shit. He'll have this massive, uh, for lack of a better term, coming out party again. So that, this is going to be a double-edged sword question for you, but I'm just looking for your opinion. Yeah. Do you think do you, do you think this was a, a publicity stunt on his part? To disappear for 20 years? No. no, no, no. It's been three years. It was 2014. I, but but I mean to, to pull this podcast together. Do you think it was a publicity stunt? Or, 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 or then my next question to you, to you would be, of all the things on this planet you could do a podcast on, who in the fucking right mind would come out, hey, hey, B, I got an idea. We should make a new show. Missing Richard Simmons. Like, who the fuck dreams that up in the, in, in their mind? Well, let me let me put it in a little bit of perspective for you. There's, there's a young man out there in Massachusetts who apparently has millions of listeners. Oh, my God. Don't tell me. Even he hasn't come up with that yet. He had a goldfish keeping podcast. 
people will come up with anything to to talk about. Yeah, true. And he bakes. And and, and here's the thing, you know, you and I, we, 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 we go on video as well as audio. So technically we could, we could have our, be in our two kitchens and, and we could pull off a cooking show. But how the fuck do you do an audio cooking show? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm a cling, 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 cling. I'm stirring the batter. <laughs> I don't think I tune in for that. But apparently millions of people do. Yeah, he is. A, yeah, he's different. But, that, but but see what I mean? Like, all right, so he likes goldfish. So now he's now he's you know he's doing a show about goldfish. Like, but who is that possessed with with Richard Simmons? I, I I don't know if I want to call it genius or ludicrous. Yeah, I I don't think it's a publicity stunt because I I it's not a hugely known podcast right it's not you know not everybody's talking about oh did you hear the richard simmons i never heard of it until you brought it up two weeks ago and i just um, stumbled across it you know i'm in these podcast groups and on twitter right, and stuff like right. that you 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 check a lot of that stuff out way more than i do so so you would stumble across any you know odd shit like that if it was a publicity stunt by him it would be much more widely uh known out there because you'd figure if it is a publicity stunt, his people would be, would be behind it, you know, secretly pushing it out to media outlets and stuff. You know, I, I think it was, I think it was just some dude that fucking wanted to do a Richard Simmons podcast. And, and, and I know you're going to tell me I'm fucking overthinking things here, which I, which I probably am, but I tend to do that. So you and I know, okay, we're doing cave crew radio. It's been three years. We had an open-ended idea. We've explained several times. It didn't really finish as we thought it would start. But we're still here. Uh, Metal Thunder Radio. Uh, another idea that can last another 20 years if you wanted it to. You're, you're not going to run out of uh, things to say or play or whatever, right? Right. But when you're organizing a show like uh, uh, Missing Richard Simmons, do you think at some point... It's going to come to an abrupt end. And unfortunately, it was a sponsorship, and the sponsorship did not land for the show. <laughs> it landed I, I, for I the don't subject. Think people, I don't think people who do that type of stuff actually think about it. They just see, like, you know, oh, this would be something cool to do. You know, something cool to try. Let me go in and try it because everybody's doing it, right? You know, I went to broadcasting school. So, you know, I have... I look at this a, a bit differently. You've been doing this for a number of years, so you look at it the kind of same way I look at it, right? Uh, more, not as a profession, but more uh, more professional than those people that do a fucking fish podcast or a fucking Richard Simmons podcast, you know? Uh, I don't think people think about that. They, they think about, can I do a Richard Simmons podcast? I don't even think they, they think about it doing a year from when they start. You know, can I still be doing this a year from now? They think they're going to do a couple of little episodes, entertain their friends, and they'll be done with it. They'll be moved on to something else. I actually, I, I know I keep backtracking from my very last story, but I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the clock here. Um, but, uh, you know, you're speaking of, you know, I'm in, in, in these groups. Um, uh, one group I'm in, and I'm going to do the same. I don't want to start any 
name calling or anything like that. Or I, I'm, I'm just curious where uh, well, I think I know. But when I read this, I originally got mad. And basically, what the guy's saying was he was he was recently asked what he thought about podcasts that swear. Um, in my opinion, broadcasting is broadcasting. The platform changes, but the broadcast shouldn't. Whether it's on TV, radio, recorded as a broadcast, um, he just thinks this is completely unprofessional. And he cites an example of you know listening to a show where all the guys were doing was swearing, uh, but and talking about banging women. You know, hey, it's a banging woman podcast. Right. I'm sure, it's got lots of listeners. But I know I, it insulted me um, when I first read it. Now, I will tell you before you give your answer, 80% of the people uh, came back on and said, um, you know, I'm okay with swearing. And, and, you know, it's part of the English language anymore, right? Well, uh, Obviously, you can't listen at work, but I, I, the, the, the comment when it originally came out, let me explain it to you this way, made us feel like dummies because we would use language or or well, comedy well if that's the if that's the case right uh then then that person is calling a number of shows on uh Sirius XM satellite radio unprofessional and Sirius XM satellite radio is a professional radio company they have real professional DJs that get paid to do what they do and a lot of them curse because you can't. It's not FCC regulated. And, and also a lot of them get some pretty good sponsors. Yeah. Like yeah, basically there's, there's, the article you know, goes on. If you take yourself serious, if you want to monetize, if you want to da da da, da. And Look, we have never gone anywhere. We're not landing any big sponsors yet. But, you know, you never know whose lap a show is going to fall on, right? It's like any other and, in, entertainment industry. Uh, it's the right person hearing you. And and let, let's let, let's... My answer is kind of is, is I have two separate answers to this to this uh, question. Um, most likely, that guy was an old time radio DJ. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of uh, podcasts that uh, are by uh, radio DJs. They worked in terrestrial radio for a number of years. Uh, they're no longer doing it, but they still do a podcast, so they still have that. FCC mentality where you can't curse. You got to be creative with your language. You know, if you want to be a little edgy, you obviously can't curse, but you know, some creativity behind it and you have all these rules and blah, blah, blah. So he's probably, it's very possible. He's an old school type of guy. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's the way it is. Um, and everybody to him is unprofessional that, that does it that way. Um, on the flip side, when you're talking about podcasting, who are the number one podcasters out there? It's comedians, right? Mm -hmm. It's uh, Adam Carolla. It's, uh, you know, Bill Burr, uh, you know, Robert Kelly, people, people like that, huge, huge comedic names. And they curse all the fucking time. Yeah. They have sponsors. They make money off of it. They curse all the time. You know, they're being real. Joe, Joe Rogan, you know, hugely, huge fucking podcast. Curses. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Weed and drugs yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin was a very popular wrestler in his day. Right. Foul language on on, on the podcast, not on TV, but uh, right. But I, it's 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 part of our it's part of our our 
it's part of our culture. Right? Our evolution. It's, it's, part, of, the, it's I, part of language, right? Uh, you know, people are, you know, whether you, whether you want to believe it or not, people are tired of being PC. You know, they want to be, they want to hear, uh, they want to hear people being real. They yeah, don't they, they want to be censored anymore. Right. You don't want to be censored. You don't want to be hear, hear somebody being fake. You want to hear real talk from real people. Now, you know, I, 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 I'll also say, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't turn me off with, with swearing, obviously. Um, but you should still be having some sort, you know, I mean, a lot of our stories, we're having fun, we're making jokes. But, I mean, if we're having a conversation, we're having an intelligent conversation, whether right. or not we say the word fuck or not. Right? Because it, it's part of our language. But the other, the other thing, I, I, I do think you need to put a warning there. So, you know, you don't click it on when your your kid's standing or whatever. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, you know, I put a warning on it and, and, and whatnot. Um, I'll always go back to uh, uh, what C.J. Ripka said about us, uh, that we could use the F word as a, as a noun, pronoun, adjective, verb. We can, we can use it in any way, shape, or form in every sentence. And it makes sense to what we do. That's just the way we talk. And, and, you know, and we will still have intelligent conversations, but we say fuck a lot. Yeah. And I think it flows right into the. Uh, um, but anyway, I, I mean, and, and look, we, we've never twisted anyone's arm to to listen. Like I said, we got that healthy Facebook group. I mean, we're obviously not rich, but I we're we're, we're on the air still, and, yeah. and we've got a pretty good following, so we can't annoy everybody. But. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know what, uh, my my son and, and I used to really freak out about it because he, he watches these these shows on YouTube or Twitch or whatever, uh, playing the video games that he plays, and these are some of the most foul mouth right. uh, people you'd ever meet. But you know what, uh, they're 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 putting their content out, which isn't for me. You know, watching a, a, a video game on 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 the computer. But I mean. Eh, it's not like it was in 1970 or 80 or whatever even, right? Like, turn on turn on um, these late-night TV shows. Like, you were talking about the late-night TV shows. And and they use all kinds of language you wouldn't believe. Like, they, they, they sure, they're not saying fuck. But, I mean, even these shows that come on at 9, 10 o'clock at night, these cop shows and stuff, ah, shit, uh, very, let alone not swearing, very sensitive subject matter. Right, yep. For, for a younger audience. Yeah. And, you know, it's it back in, like you said, the, the 70s, you know, go back 70s, 60s, 50s, whatever. You didn't have a lot of options. Right. Um, what was there was what you had, basically. Nowadays, there's so many options out there. And, but it always goes back to 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 the age old thing where, you know, on one side, you have the people who are offended and don't like it because you say bad things and uh, I'm going to complain about it to everyone that'll listen. And then you have the other, the other side of the argument, which is if you don't like it, change the channel, you know, go somewhere else. That's what these are. These are people that love to be offended. They, they, they thrive on being offended and they, they, they're going to let everybody know they're offended. Right. They won't turn the channel because they want to listen more. They want to listen to what you say. So they can write every single fuck down. Every time you say fuck, they're going to write it down and they're going to tell everybody that you said fuck 27 times. Yeah. You know, you can't. 
to me, it's a mental illness for these people. You can't cure that. Yeah, you can't. Um, you can tell them to change the channel all they want. You can't cure that. Cause, so cause I'm going to say fuck whenever I want. I, and listen, and I'm, I'm of the same school from you because last I, 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 I heard, no one is forced to listen or watch anything. Right. Uh, especially the way the world has opened up with like these YouTube shows. Like, and I mean, there's, there's thousands of people live streaming now and there's something for everybody. So if I don't want to listen to the goldfish show, I simply click, uh, stop or, or change it to something else. Um, you know, even, a, even a show with, with swearing, if I'm not keen on what the subject matter is, I mean, I certainly have never turned into a show because they say fuck. You right. Know, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's not. It's not like. Ooh, they curse. I'm going to go listen. Yeah. You know, is it something I'm interested in? I don't care if you curse or not. Yeah. But is it something I'm interested in? I just think you're being yourself. And then the very final thing that and I don't know if I touched on this yet, but uh, the other thing you'll never get. Look, Rogan. Uh, the, the these guys you, you mentioned, uh, Bill Burr. Uh, they have major, major mainstream uh, sponsors. Absolutely. So, um, if it hasn't scared the sponsors, I mean, sponsors get away from uh, get get scared away from you know sexual assault cases and and, and stuff like that, uh, uh, abuse and and uh, but not 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 the word fuck that that's long gone and over. And, and you know, here's the thing about sponsors: sponsors are there to make money. They're there because you have a gigantic audience that they can sell their product to. And, and they don't care if that, you say fuck. Yeah. They don't care if you killed somebody. If you killed somebody, but nobody makes a big deal about it, they're still going to sponsor you. The only time they pull out is if all these special interest groups, you know, gather up and say, oh, well, this sponsor is bad because they're sponsoring, you know, him and he killed somebody. Then they'll pull out. Otherwise, if nobody said anything and, he, you know, whoever killed somebody, they'd still sponsor him. It's oh, all yeah. about making money. Yeah, well, it is, and 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 obviously, uh, they feel whoever it is. I, I can't name the sponsors off the top of my head, but whoever these sponsors are, they obviously feel that these people that tolerate and listen, be it bad people in, in one person's eyes or a million people's eyes, that's their market. They yeah. they they think they're getting a bang for their buck right now. Absolutely. And uh, they don't care what you say as long as people tune in to listen to what you say and, and, and they can market their product to them. They don't give a fuck. What you say. And, and they see them as a viable uh, customer. Right. So anyway, I, I just I, I, I don't know if you guys are in that group or not. I, I think you are. But um it's it's and, and look, it just turned into a good conversation. But I'm sitting there, you know. Obviously, when you see the first, and I was thinking of typing something. I'm like, you know what? I I, I just want to play this game today. I, I just don't want to get into a into a Facebook war because they never turn out right. Um, my wife was saying to me uh, earlier about something else on a side note. She, you know, I know email and texting is very convenient, and it's my preferred method of conversation most of the, most of the time too. But you know, sometimes your point gets misconstrued or it doesn't get across properly, right? right. So maybe this guy uh, had a bad experience or something and was just ranting about one show where he actually took on, I don't want to call us a genre, but he took on a whole army. And, and, and the responses were 
the responses are good. And most of the people that didn't like swearing simply said, uh, it's not my cup of tea. Um, and I don't conduct my show in that manner. I, I, I don't like to listen to those particular shows. It's not, it's not my cup of tea. Great. Because I'm not everybody's cup of tea and neither are you right. and, and, and millions of people out there aren't my cup of tea. So we got our little niche and, uh, well, I mean, look at look at the uh, the other show you do live live tonight with DK on, on Sunday nights, uh, every Sunday night nine PM on, on, on the Hazy Radio Network. And Correct, you're Hazy better Radio. you're better than me at remembering this shit. <laughs> um, I mean, that's a, that's an all clean show, right? You know, that's they specifically asked you to be clean. You're clean. I I came on. You wanted me to be clean. I was clean. You know, we didn't we didn't curse once, and we still you know we can still conduct ourselves in a funny manner. And I still thought it was an excellent, entertaining show. So, right. yeah, it's a matter of preference. I, right. We've gone through this a gazillion times. The reason, and I, I think you're the same as me. I mean, we, we both love doing this. But it, it, it's, a, it's a, well, it started as a Sunday, but I mean, it, it's a night in the man cave where, uh, you know, guys, three guys from three different countries hang out. And, and, and there's no, we've done political specials. We've done sports things. We've done, you know. Uh, S&M, we, we cover it all, beer, whatever. But, um, you know, it, it's that we enjoy it. And, and I think people hear that. Whereas the other show, I'm just simply talking to authors and, and in your case, uh, you know, a musician uh, host. Uh, and and it's, it's a different, that flow would, that flow on this show would fall flat on its face. Right, yeah. I don't expect, I know, I, I mean, I know there's a few loyal uh, friends and stuff that, that come and listen to both shows and, and, and can appreciate what, what's trying to be accomplished. But to be honest with you, uh, I think I'm getting more comfortable in doing that kind of format, but this is my, my domain. Um, I'm sure Stu wouldn't mind me uh, telling you that, you know, he's he's launching the podcast train. Oh, yeah. And he's, yeah, he's I like got, the Facebook page and all that. Yeah, he, he, so he's had like a couple of guests. And, I, I, you know, you don't know what to expect from any guest on any show. Right. Great thing about what we do is, well, tonight it's, it's me and you, but there's two of us or there's three of us or sometimes we bring in a, I don't even really say it would be a guest, more of a guest host mm-hmm. type of thing. And we all just shoot the shit. It's very, I'm never stressed. You know, I, I thought today, well, there's not really a lot to talk about. But look, we, we, we filled an hour and a half. Yeah, we always, we always fill time. And it's the, same, it's the same thing that I do on, on uh, the metal show as well, right? You know, the only thing I prepare is uh, uh, the music. Uh, I have, you know, going in for a two-hour show, I play 15 songs. Uh, but then it's just us hanging out. We don't, you know, it's, we just bullshit. There's nothing, there's no agenda behind anything. We don't necessarily have to talk about music. You know, we're just talking. Yeah. Just, and, and, and I've said it a million times again, that that's the kind of show I enjoy because I feel like I'm, I'm being, because a few of these interview shows, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to post this next one off till next week because we're running out of time here. But, uh, you know, the, the interview shows, um, some of these people come across very real, obviously such as yourself. And, and, but I mean, some of these people are so phony you know they're there to sell something, or, or 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 to sell their book or their story, or and it bores me doing it. 
let alone who's listening. Right. Whereas when we're here, we've covered what? Like we've we've gone from one end to the other here tonight. Midgets, hockey, politics, <laughs> swearing, you know, and but but we're just hanging out chatting. And, right. And I know that if I get home and like I know you're usually just getting home from work right at the beginning of the show, but I think you know it. You're not really going to be put on the spot. Go, oh, oh my God, I didn't prepare. No, yeah, because it's, it's part of the flow. So I know if I come home, bang. As long as everything's hooked up and the checks are done, and everything's working right, like the audio and mm-hmm. everything that needs to be working. I, I just know we're good. We might stumble for two or three minutes, but then all of a sudden it just kind of, and that's comforting as a host. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's you know, and it's the the the, the same thing on on the the metal show too. We'll, you know, sometimes we'll we'll play a song, and then we when we come in, we'll start off slow uh, because you know we're all still settling in, and you know have to relax a little bit. You know, pop a pop a beer, and and you know then we'll get into the flow of the show. Um, same thing here, you know, just you know making sure, like you said, making sure everything's working, and uh, okay, is Stu with us? Is Stu not with us? You know, and all that. And then you you get into the flow of the show. Yeah, it just you know what you know what you know what you're walking into every week. It becomes part of the show, and and look, and I also like, and that's one of the reasons with live tonight with DK. Uh, originally, uh, Al, the producer, uh, was just reading recorded scripts, and and I was on my own one on one, and 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 with the guests. And like I said, most of the time it turns out good. The guests are pretty good. You can draw them out. You can get them talking. But I, I really like now that that Al is there on on mic just in case. Uh, this guest is a complete moron, and, and I can't. I just can't pull any more teeth tonight that I can turn with Al, and, and you know we can. It's just nice to have familiar faces when you're doing a show. Anyway, oh, back to what I was saying. So, with Stu is is he? Not gonna say he's on a rough start, but I told him. I said, look, you, you should contact uh, Big B myself. Um, you know whether or not we're the smash out shows, but you're gonna feel comfortable. Uh, you know going through your questions and uh right. that will be you know cool enough to, to pick it up if something stumbles whereas these you know starting in the unknown is until you get a few under your belt yeah absolutely we're the we're the ones where you could figure things out right you know because we know each other you can figure things out and you know you know make your mistakes during shows that we're on because you know like you said we'll pick it up and Know, make fun of it or you know roll with it whatever um so then when you do go into the unknown you know the pitfalls of what you're doing and what not to do uh, yeah. and it makes for a much much better uh more professional sounding show because i'll tell you the one thing i hate personally is when a guest says oh, here are the questions you need to ask uh, and now because i'm on this show no 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 fuck you right <laughs> I may cover something that you've given me in your little synopsis there, but I'm going to go the way I want to go and the way I think my listeners will enjoy it. Yeah. Because you, you've probably been on 50 other shows and told the exact same story 50 other times, so something's right. got to be a little different here. Right. But uh, anyway, so we're getting to that point in the show. Here, here's what I wanted to do, and, and I, I actually saw this somewhere. I heard it on a radio show, and, and I'm, I'm going to borrow it. But it's how many of these fucked up things would you do for $5 million? And it's going to take us about 20 minutes to get through, so I'm going to hold that. Okay. 
there, there's some funny ones. Uh, there's not too many I do, and I'm I'd love to have five million dollars, but uh, I'm sorry, there's not too many I would uh, I would go for. So it's just me and you today, uh, brother. Uh, we got to pick out what we're gonna. Excuse me, what we're gonna call this show? Hmm. I've made a uh, couple of notes, but they don't have anything firm. I made one note. Yeah. What is it? I just put down the stew whisperer. Any, <laughs> well, that's a good one, too, out in the chat room. The fussing about the cussing. But the funny thing is, folks, and I'm not going to go any further because the very first thing I wrote down was exactly the same. It was the stew whisperer. <laughs> And I think that will mean a lot to people who have listened to the show over the, <laughs> over the past. I had some with paint by numbers. I had absence written down. I had midgets in a, in a, in a pet door. Um, <laughs> but it just never went. I, I also wrote down. So that I think that's, uh, speaking of karma, that, yeah, that, that, would, that would be our karma. I think, uh, I think uh, a lot of people understand Stu Whisperer. And they'll just go, oh, shit. We're not going to. We're not going to hear Stu. So um, Sunday for me, just for people, anyone who's curious, uh, it's Easter Sunday. So uh, I've been talking to Al. I purposely didn't book any guests that week because so we might do a Facebook Live or, or something. We, we might jump on the air and just, just shoot the shit and review what we've gone through so far. Or who knows? We might pick up some sorry bastard who's born on Easter Sunday. And uh, but we'll we'll be around in in some form or the other. Uh, what do you have? Uh, you back on when Tuesday? Uh, this coming week we are doing Wednesday night. Oh, see, so you're bouncing around similar to uh, to how we do. Yeah, we we moved this coming week to accommodate our guests. We'll be in studio. Uh, uh, New York death metal band uh, Dehumanized will be in studio with us. Nice. Now, is this a first time? Is this the first time you've had them in the studio? No, they they were in studio once before a long time ago, um, but they haven't been back in a while. So this is the first time in the newly re- renovated studio. So yes, uh, much this more Wednesday room. night, much more room to spread out. Yes, absolutely. Um, now, are, so are you airing on the network with that, or only on us? Yeah, on the on the network, I, I cleared oh. it with the network. Uh, the slot was open, so it'll be next Wednesday, uh, nine p.m. Eastern time on Metal World Radio, and also right here on Dave. Cave Crew Radio as well. Uh, honorable mention to the fussing about the cussing. No, that's very creative, and thank you. I also like that as well. Uh, Choo Choo Stew, if you're listening, uh, we hope uh, everything is corrected uh, by next Thursday or so. <laughs> thank God. I see you now. He's not live on his show, so so he's okay. Oh, he's not? Okay. No, no. He, he's, he's, well, I mean, you're obviously when you speak to him, you're live. Uh, right, but he's not broadcasting live. No, he's he's going to edit it, and um, he's going that route. So, gotcha. and I've I've always had such a hard time doing that. I, I've tried it. I've I've gone back, and I and, and I find I spend more time uh, because then I start to get picky. I just I just like the live. Whatever comes out comes out, and unless there's like a ten minute of silence, I got to cut out of there. You know, say we all right. drop off, I'll cut that out, but. As far as like ums and ahs and this and that and the other, I, I don't edit any of that shit. I, I normalize the sound and level it, and mm. and that's it. 
Yeah, I, I like. I, I couldn't ever do the uh, not live thing because when you're live and, and you're especially when you're on a network, uh, uh, you have a time slot. That's your time slot. You have to go live at that time. If you're doing, if you're just simply podcasting, if you're going to record it and then you know put it out later. You don't have a real time. It's like, we'll get together at some point, and then you kind of push it off maybe. You wind up not actually doing it. So yeah. that's, that's why, that's why, I, that's why I, I like life because it forces you to actually do your show. You're committed. Yeah, you're, you're, you're committed to, uh, uh, like you said, network, or even like what we do. We say every, I mean, like, yeah, okay, we're both on different nights this week, but every Thursday, this is when we do it. Family right. knows. We know. Yep. Um and, and for the most part, it works out. But uh, it's not just that. I think if I really sat and, and listened even to tonight's show, I, 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 I'd probably be editing until beyond next week's show. Because <laughs> I'd get so bent out of shape about it. When As long as the... I know Stu's was bad tonight, but I mean, yours and my audio is perfectly clear. There's nothing to worry about. Um, yeah. I don't think we said, said anything that's going to send us to jail. So... Anyway, I'm going to skip out of here. I got some tacos. I'm going to go watch some Western hockey stuff, I think. I think there's an Edmonton game. St. Louis and Minnesota's on. I'll catch some of that before bed. All right, Big B, I will talk to you next week. All right. Uh, on behalf of uh, Choo Choo Stew, who is having uh, technical difficulties, we have named this show The Stew Whisperer. Because the meaning of that, folks, those of you who stuck with us to the end, is because even though we get the least bit of syllables, we can still figure out what he's asking us. And that is a that is a skill in its own. <laughs> Until next time, kids. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!